Ladies and gentlemen, and those of us who know better, welcome to Film Query, the queer experience of the media you love. I'm Chloe and I go by she, her. I'm Indy and my pronouns are they, them. And this week we are talking about the cult queer icon that is Rocky Horror Picture Show 1975, because there is there is one, there was a remake, like in oh. 2014. Oh with my god, was yeah, with Laverne Cox, I think, is Frankenfurter. I feel, though, it's one of those things that it is such an iconic piece of media, it's almost, like, disrespectful to try and do a remake. I feel the same way about Point Break. We did Point Break! This is We did, did Point did Break! We did that! Yeah, oh, my God, yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. I feel the same way. It's got that same energy, just, like... I told you the story about. I think I said this on the the Point Break episode. I, do, about I, I think I know the story. Because <laughs> my mum wanted me to watch it because she knew that I liked Keanu Reeves and like she couldn't find it on any streaming service. So when we were in Home Bargains, she saw it on DVD and she was like, "Oh, you know, Point Break," and she was so excited. And when we got in and put it on, it was the remake, and she was so angry. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, it's all coming back to me. It's like a could see it in a man's eye um yeah but yes this is an iconic queer cult classic definitely yeah it's with the amazing. icon tim curry yes so straight into it what mm-hmm. did you think of the film i love it um my entire it. family loves it oh. and as soon i think as soon as any child is old enough to go to a halloween party they always put on the time warp, so it's like it's mm. ingrained in air culture. Um, what do you think of it? Because you hadn't actually watched this before. I have not watched this before. I was pleasantly surprised. I was shocked. I was shocked when you well, told me. We'll go on to more. Right, we'll go on to explore this. Talk about this. What I'm going to mention now a little bit more later. But the reason I hadn't watched it till now. Is because when I was younger, and probably would have like adored it even more, um, there was like a whole smear campaign against it on Tumblr and stuff. So that's why I didn't watch it. But uh, yeah, but I did really love it, and I like the songs. What's I your like... favorite song? The one that he's <laughs> the one <laughs> the what is it? I'm a the transvestite from Transylvania one, mm-hmm. the sweet sweet transvestite one, that one, mm-hmm. that was um my favorite one. I thought it was very funny and good. I liked it. But um, what's your favorite? I'm quite boring. It is the time warp, but I like oh. all of them. But I do feel awkward when I'm watching it with my mum and the you know the song where she's like touch 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 me, yeah. and I'm just like sitting there with my mum on the couch like oh uh. So, ooh, ooh, time to go go get a snack yeah I so I did know right I kind of knew it was a musical but didn't at the same time like I wasn't surprised when they all started singing and shit but you were a wee bit but as a wee bit like oh it's musical yeah, it's Tim Curry. Yeah. Of course, it's gonna be a musical. Is he the one in Spy Kids who's like, "I'm gonna go to the last place that's not been"? No, that's not him. Is it? No, Tim Curry is not in Spy Kids. Who the fuck is that 
guy there? What, the sun man? The one in the first one? Um, Alan right. Cumming. Why, why, when I Google Tim Curry Spy Kids, does the guy I'm talking about come up? Why does it come up then, Chloe? If he wasn't in Spy Kids, why does it know who Tim Curry Spy Kids man is? Tim Curry Spy Kids. That guy. Maybe it's just. Maybe, uh, oh, he was in Spy Kids. Yeah, he was in Spy Kids. He was, the, yeah, but he does really funny thing where he's like, "I'm he's gonna the go to the, I'm gonna go to the last place that capitalism hasn't touched, space." It's the way he <laughs> says it. It's fucking great. Space, space. Um, he was in Home Alone. Yeah. Was he the guy? Is he the guy? That I is he the guy I know he is? If that makes sense. Yeah, he's the guy. You know what else he was in? Um, he was the original Pennywise. Worst thing you ever told me, personally. I hate, I hate Pennywise. I hate it. I don't. I, I don't. Actually, I don't like Stephen King. I was just about to say I don't like Stephen King. I don't actually think he's. I that have good. beef with this man about how he I, rates women and like anyone who's not a white man. I just don't think they're very good. Honest to God, I'm so sorry, but I don't think I've ever watched like a film based on his books and thought this. Oh, that's is good. good. See, mm-hmm. the thing is, the 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 struggle I have because I like Stanley Kubrick's The Shining. I think mm-hmm. it's a good film, not the cut version, right? If you watch the full version, it's like really good and it's really tense. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously Stanley Kubrick, not a nice guy, and treated people awfully. Mm-hmm on set so it's kind of like you feel guilty for enjoying it <laughs> but um what else was tim curry in uh he was in fern gully he was the oil monster dude and he has an iconic music number i don't like fern gully but he was also in the don bluth penguin movie happy feet no oh <laughs> <laughs> silly penguin movie <laughs> I think it's called The Pebble and the Penguin it's very weird doesn't sound great it doesn't sound as good as Happy Feet no Happy Feet was weird Happy Feet right had so many mixed messages because it was all about being yourself finding your like true and friends then climate and family. change <laughs> <laughs> like, climate change was cancelled by penguins doing the Harlem Shake. It makes me pissed because you're all watching it and then it's like oh my god climate change and it's like I thought I was just watching this penguin who dances instead of singing like do you know what though that scene traumatizes traumatized me when he dropped the egg I was so stressed at the age of like eight or whatever I was literally nearly in tears because he dropped the egg I was like oh my god Tim Curry was also in The Worst Witch which was really funny to me not like the Netflix one, like the old one where he has like most of the stuff that he's been in, more or less, has him in a singing role. So singing, oh, okay. I think he said a finging. I was like, what the fuck is finging? It's like he was in Over the Garden Wall. He's anti whispers in Over the Garden Wall. Yeah. Do you like Over the Garden Wall? I do. It's a very uh, autumnal. autumnal. Autumnal um, piece of work. But um, Oh my god, who was he in the cat returns? 
It was in the Cat Returns. As who? <laughs> I like how this episode's just become like going through Tokyo's filmography. He was the Cat King. Oh my god. I haven't I watched, watched the, the Cat, cat Returns. It. It's, it was one of my first Ghibli movies and it has a special place in my heart. It doesn't really look like a Ghibli movie, but I love it. So I don't care. So I'm going to pull us back on track a little bit. And yeah. Ask a question. Rocky Horror. Why do you think queer people love musicals so much? I don't know. I think like it's... I, feel, I wish I knew why. The amount of theatre girls I've gone out with, you think I'd like know the secret, but like I don't See, get I it. Could, I could say something corny, like or cheesy, like say oh, it, you say know, it. musical theatre um, shows that you know, like queer people have a space to live their most authentic selves and I know. thought okay I thought you're gonna say something different than that I was gonna agree with not that I necessarily disagree with that but that is very cheesy I don't know <laughs> I think it's because a lot of musicals and this is just someone who's unfortunately listened slash like watched a lot of musicals there is this element in pretty much all of them where the end goal to like the end goal is happiness and the main way to achieve this is by being yourself Mm -hmm. in most musicals not all but like like think about fucking wicked loads of gays love wicked and it's all about defying gravity and shit like you know overcoming this you know whole i will say it now Uh, alphaba and glenda are lesbians sorry I've pissed off half the musical community. Personally, I, I, I've never listened to it. <laughs> I've, I've, I've saw Wicked Life and I have the book. You just proved my point that gays love Wicked <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> I, yeah, I think there's like in most of them, it's like, you know, overcoming the whole... And then the, that's the a thing of the other. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? That whole thing of that's what happens a lot in musicals. So something, something other than a something, something musicals is. Or but we I, could say that it's hardwired oh. in our brains. Like there's the uh, when when we're being born, there's the the we switch. Is this person gonna be cis? Are they gonna be queer? And then there's as soon <laughs> as like you click the queer one, it's like musicals. <laughs> It's like one of those puzzles where if you click one button, another one turns on as well. Mm-hmm. That's like those. I've never um, met a queer person that does not like musicals. I do know one. Iconic. It's my the only one. The lone queer <laughs> in a sea of all of the musical theatre queers. I don't think we've ever watched. Like I, it's never come up with um, Jay. Dislikes or likes musicals. I love Les Mis. That's like my shit. Big mm. Les Mis fan. Um, but Jay's never really mentioned it. But his friend, <laughs> who shall not be named, um, his friend loves musicals. His, I'm sure he's been to see Hamilton. Like he's really, really into it. So I think he makes up for Jay's um, lack of musical. Mm. Um, musical musical theater lovingness but um no i don't mind the musical i just wish they were cheaper to go and see oh yeah theater is absolutely inaccessible 
Um, I went to go. The last musical I saw was Amelie. Um, they done like a UK tour, and I was so excited. And I think because I bought tickets for me and my mum for my mum's birthday at the King's Theatre, and it was like sixty quid, not each, um, but like together. And then snacks on top of that, just woof. Always bring your own snacks. Yeah, it's like the same with the cinema though at this point. Yeah, it's just like everything is just extortionate, and the cinema is in a different sense because of um, that's more to do with streaming services, whereas for those different reasons, but still, um, no, things are just so expensive. But yes, so. I want to talk about this with the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Okay. Mm-hmm. So as I mentioned, I didn't watch it because at one point in time, there was a whole smear campaign against it because it used all these disgusting queer phobic words mm-hmm. like transvestite and, you know, the sort. So I didn't watch it because I was like 13 and at that point believed most shit I read on tumblr obviously now i've gained brain cells and critical thinking so um and i think i'm also a lot more secure in my sexuality and gender so now i often like i don't find those words offensive anymore where Mm -hmm. when i was a baby gay i like you know got really offended when now i'm out here calling myself all sorts of slurs (laughs) like for fun so yeah and um I just think it's a real shame that like an amazing piece of media will have been missed out on by so many people um at a time when they really could have used it because someone was just like oh there's all these dirty words and stuff you know Mm -hmm. um but I think it's quite like it's quite revolutionary really Mm -hmm. um because it was 1975 the word transvestite you know in media in media in like a public like yeah like a published piece of media in cinemas you know mm-hmm. um, and not like indie cinema either like this was this like, had some yeah. big names for the time it um it kept some cinemas open as well because mm-hmm. they knew that if they put it on people would come down and mm-hmm. pay the money do you so. know that there's a tradition with rocky horror that when people go and see it in the cinema, that people dress up. That that doesn't surprise me. I'm not sure if that's just because, uh, you know what I mean. Fandom culture. <laughs> but they've been doing this since it came out. Like it's not. Mm. Um, because like my family used to do it all the time when I was wee. I um. Do you think it would? be as like well loved today no if if it came out today (laughs) see here's the thing I think one of the most iconic things about Rocky Horror Picture Show and this is getting a bit like uh theoretical I suppose Mm -hmm. is that the main premise of the plot is about kind of the destruction of the kind of 
binary gender and sexuality roles, mm-hmm. I suppose, um, with, you know, the kind of, I don't know the name, the house, the, the house, the Tim Curry house. Tim Curry house, yeah. <laughs> Tim Curry house and like all his wee gang of um, the, the girls, the gays and the days. Um, but like, I feel like that was quite revolutionary, like as we said, like dead revolutionary for its time because, yeah, <laughs> my mind went completely blank. Um, but I think it's quite revolutionary to show that at that time. But also, as we discussed, and I think her Chucky episode, mm-hmm. because technically this could be, I mean, it's in the title, it's Rocky Horror Picture Show. Um, most horror movies, depending on when they're released, have an aspect of things that society fears. So, for example, in Bo- Invasion of the Body Snatchers came out in the 50s and it was a metaphor about communism. Like People were scared that their neighbours and their friends and their loved ones could be communists in McCarthy-era 1950s. And I think with the 70s, with things starting to become more liberal and more, um, like the world was becoming less small, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, and people were getting, oh, oh my God, all these new ideas. You know, people can be, like it was becoming more open that people were like gay or trans or whatever. So it was kind of pictured as like the kind of Brad and Janet um, going to this house and be like, oh my god, ah, and then realizing that they're queer themselves. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, Brad, we need to go back to the car and the passion rain. Rather <laughs> <laughs> think... than stay in this nice house with all these nice people that are actually really hot. I think the plot, and this is kind of, I don't think why it. There's a lot of reasons why I don't think it'd do too well today, but the plot is very 70s. Very, mm-hmm. very 70s. And when we discussed before the episode, you did think it was a bit... You thought it was the 80s it came out. You thought it was younger than it was. But as an 80s connoisseur, I've watched many... Um, John Hughes? Is that his name? <laughs> shit. You know the guy to Breakfast Club and shit. All that shit. I've watched all that shit. Um, and... It has a distinct differences to it. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the tone, the pacing, definitely, and like obviously what happens, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But um, it's very seventies, and I think in a good way. And I think it's like a little picture in time to kind of you know the uh, yeah what was kind of going on then. yeah and kind of like I was saying people aren't so well obviously like homophobia and transphobia is still very much a thing Mm. but what I mean is like the idea and the kind of destruction of the idea of the nuclear family and like the nuclear gender roles from the 50s you know that's kind of been bish bash boshed years ago like it's not that new a concept it's not something that as a society that would actually scare us so if it was released now then it wouldn't have the same impact but I have a question because you mm-hmm. haven't seen this 
right so i'm gonna ask if you if you have seen these other movies because i want okay. i need to know okay go have you seen little shop of horrors does it count if i've seen a performance of it yeah i have seen a performance of little shop of horrors yeah i love little shop of horrors little shop of horrors is iconic but seymour's a wee bitch she had a girl dick though not seymour um oh, don't tell me her name the plant no, well, the plant obviously had the plant's non-binary, obviously. It's a plant. Um, it's an alien from space. Yeah, plant alien from space. Why would it do gender? It's probably got everything going on down there, you know? Even stuff we don't have. I feel like that guy, you know, from that little mermaid meme where he's got the pipe. Mm-hmm. It's like, maybe <laughs> That's how I feel. But Audrey? Audrey is the name of the plant. What's the girl? I thought you named it after the girl. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Audrey's the name of the girl. Audrey, too, yeah. is the name of the plant. Audrey has girl dick. Fact. Okay. They were tea for uh, tea. There's nothing you can do to persuade me otherwise. Beetlejuice. Many, many years ago. Yes. The Adams Family. No. Maybe? The, Ad- the Adams Family um, Values? I have seen one one of them I watched when I was quite young because I remember it on video, mm-hmm. um, but I don't know which one. But I have seen a lot of gift sets of those that woman. Where she's like, Morticia. No, not Morticia. The blonde. She. Malibu Barbie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joan Cusack. Yes. Any more films? Um, let's have a look. I have a wee list. I have a list. I have a list. Gremlins. I fucking love Gremlins. Good. Big big Gizmo fan from the age of like five. Loved Gizmo. Yeah. Watched it when I definitely shouldn't have. But I used to have a Gizmo Teddy. I kept, took him everywhere Aww. with me. I, I loved Gizmo. Like went on about him to my mom all the time, and she was always like, "Who the fuck is Gizmo?" And I'm like, "Gizmo from Gremlins." And she was like, "You watched that two years ago. What are you on about?" It's like I can never forget Gizmo. Never. He's my baby. He was my first blobo. Yeah. Young Frankenstein. Is that the one with James McAvoy? No. <laughs> no then. It's uh. I was gonna say Mel Brooks. It's yeah, it's Mel Brooks. Mel Brooks? No. No. Scrooged. Nope. Mars Attacks? No. Poltergeist? No. You haven't seen Poltergeist? No. That's the one I'm most surprised at. Handsome? No, I'm not. I watched like a. No. Had a. <laughs> don't know. Um, yeah. I also haven't seen The Exorcist. But I do know Indiana. that. My... But my dad used to take around a picture of the little girl from The Exorcist and he'd tell people that, that my mum was the little girl in The Exorcist because, oh no, that was it. He used to take around a picture of my mum when she was little and people used to say, who is it? Is it the girl from The Exorcist? And he'd go, yeah, my wife was the girl in The Exorcist because she looked like the girl in The Exorcist. Like the little girl. Mm-hmm. Regan. Um I'm in yeah, shock. So that, the Exorcist is such a good film. I will stand by that. 
Have um, you seen Carrie, the old one? Yes, I have. Yes, yes, I have. It okay, made good. Me very sad, but yeah. Yeah, I was scared the first time I watched it because the the bit where she's like covered in blood and the weird lighting, I was like, oh shit. It just made me sad, especially that bit when she has a period and stuff. And they're all bullying her, like sad. I am I feel glad like people. Shit, but... Yeah, I feel like because remember how there was like a remake with uh Chloe Grace. I Moritz? also watched the remake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like nowadays people wouldn't be that dramatic about a period. Like even girls that like you didn't get along with in school, like if they saw that someone was on a period, they would tell them and be like, mate. I think um, like now you just it wouldn't be as big a deal. I don't think you. Could. Yeah. Like, or like get I'd be like, here I've got a pad in my bag. You know, like it's. Yeah. 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 No. Uh, any more for any more? No, I've not got any. The list yeah, is the list is list done. Is um. You should watch The Exorcist though. So it's it's a good Halloween movie. I will. I will endeavour to watch the Exorcist. Spent a lot of my time watching Spider-Man films mm. and the Batman films, not mm. the good ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the <laughs> the, the Tim Burton ones. <laughs> so fucking funny when he has the fucking Batman like fake lips mm-hmm. or the back the back credit card. Say what you want, but they're so funny. Yeah, big fan. Yeah, I also haven't seen The Matrix. Eh, that one's understandable. Like, sometimes we just don't get around to seeing kind of big films. I, like, want to. seem really long. Like, I don't really have that good of an attention span. And I've also heard that, like, the only the first one's really good and then the other two Yeah, are. the rest are rubbish. Only watch the first yeah, one. so that makes me kind of not want to watch it to be honest because like like Keanu Reeves like he's a great guy but I feel like the Matrix was a very like apparently um the Wachowskis came out and said it was a metaphor for being trans um like years later because I think they are now both trans yeah yeah they're both trans I wasn't sure if it was one of them or both of them um but it feels very chosen one, and it's just like we've seen this before. I don't mind a chosen one. Yeah, can you imagine I mean, a movie it, where it's Frankenfurter, but he's the chosen? They're the chosen one. I think he I was going to say Star Wars, and he'd just fuck everybody, and then all the Jedi's problems would be solved because I think a lot of the Jedi's issues come from their sexual frustration. So yeah, because it's like they can't get like they they can't if have relationships. Not. Like, what is up with that? I swear to God. And if Anakin didn't, and if Anakin didn't have to feel guilty, it's literally like the Catholic Church. Like, if he could have a relationship and not feel guilty, he would never have become Darth Vader. Mm. If because if he hadn't felt guilty, he could have spoke about it and then been like, oh my god, I keep having visions of him dying. And then, like, people could have actually helped him rather than going mm-hmm. to fucking Gaslight Girl Boss Gatekeep fucking Darth Sidious over there. Then, like, he would have been fine. You know who's criminally underused in Star Wars? In the films, at least. Um, actually, I have two. Count Dooku and General Grievous. 
Count Dooku literally rocked up at like the end of fucking Attack of the Clones and then got his head chopped off in the first ten minutes of fucking Revenge of the Sith. Like, and his name was Darth Tyrannus. That's Did a you... cool name. Did you not I didn't know, know that? Am I the only one out here with the fucking Count Dooku law? Darth Tyrannus, and it was chosen by Christopher Lee. Fun fact. That's cool. Yeah. Come into my house on the day that I'm still sleepy and tell me you don't know who Darth Tyrannus is. <laughs> so, I'm so, so hyped just thinking about Star Wars. We'll have to do Star oh, yeah. Wars episode. Yeah, the classic all Halloween parties. Did you know I did not know that song was from Rocky Horror Picture Show? So when it came on, I was like, <gasps> that's where it's from? Mm-hmm. I don't know where the fuck I thought it came from, but when I was like, I was literally I was gasping. I was like, <gasps> this is the song. Um, but yes, that's all we have time for this week. Um, yeah, so that was Rocky Horror Picture Show. Um, how many Whoops. sweet transvestites from oh, Transylvania okay. would you give this film? An eight. I would give it nine. Oh. Because I've grown up with the film, so it's like ah, nostalgia. Fair, yeah. Fair enough. Um, yeah, so next week we have something fun planned for a Halloween episode. We have a guest. What? A special oh. guest! Woo! Special, special guest! guest. Um, and we're going to be doing an iconic, queer, spooky film. Um, you can guess what it is. We're not going to tell you if you're right or not, but you can you can <laughs> guess. What's the uh, If you guess, text messages and we'll tell you if you're right. Or no. Not. Oh no. I, I will. If you get if you get to the me first again. <laughs> you get, the you get to Indy first, they'll tell you if you're right or not. Um, yeah, but if you get to Chloe first, you'll just get a vague, ominous message back. Yeah, like, hmm. This movie has should we give them a clue? Yeah, give a clue at least. It's an eighties film. That's that's your clue. <laughs> Um, yeah, it'll, so they'll be waiting next week with Antissa. Oh. Haitian. <laughs> Even I, I didn't get that at first, like Antissa. And I was like, yeah, go on, finish it. They'll be waiting with Antissa. Stop. Stop teasing me. Haitian. Haitian. Ah. <laughs> God damn! I didn't know you can wait for long. I'm not good at jokes like that. But you gotta wait off. But um, yes. Yeah. Enjoyed this week's episode. I personally dedicate it to the departure of Liz Truss. Yeah. Got lettuce that lasted longer than her. Um, we will pour you out a prosecco, even though yeah. the Daily Star is doing that for you already. Little lettuce. Fuck the Tories. Fuck turfs. You know the usual shit. Yeah. Um, Support strikes. Support your unions. Support unions, definitely. Big up the unions. Big up the unions. Support your local food banks. Yes. Because they are an invaluable source right now. Yeah, so uh, check out our socials. Our Twitter and TikTok are at FilmQuery and our Instagram is at Podcast. We also have a banging website that you can check out and um, you can send like... We can get in touch or, I don't know, 
guess what we're going to be covering next week. Um, you can send in your guesses there. Whoever gets to the email account first can answer. Um, I promise I'll be looking, guys, so I can tell you. Don't worry. Yeah, so uh, stay spooky, stay safe, and stay warm out there, because it is starting to get a wee bit chilly. And also tell us what you're going to do for Halloween. That, that tell us what you're going to dress up as. <laughs>